So why this story, huh? Why, uh, Supernatural? Supernatural has everything. Life, death, resurrection, redemption. But above all, family. with Taylor and Andrew. I'm Andrew. Taylor. And uh, Taylor, we're going, we're, this is not just a, any old natural episode. This is in fact a super natural episode. Oh, good one. <laughs> Thank you so much. We're talking about the TV show Supernatural, of which I am quite the fan of. I know absolutely nothing. I'm going to ba- I'm gonna get real basics out of the way. It is mm-hmm. a formerly WB, then CW TV show. It is okay. a TV show that survived the crossover from the WB to the CW. Starring Jensen Eccles and Jared Padalecki. Fresh Jensen off Jensen of... Eccles. That is his name. Yes. I was like, I recognize this guy, but I never What do you rec- what do you recognize him from? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> um Jensen Eccles was like on the season before this of Smallville. And then Jared Padalecki, of course, was on three seasons of Gilmore Girls before this. Oh, so they yeah. Both, they were both WB vets. Wow. Also, my partner right now is re-watching Gilmore Girls. And so Sam in Supernatural plays Dean in Gilmore Girls. He, his brother's name is Dean in, in Supernatural. But... Sam or Dean in Gilmore Girls, he's like tall, but he's like really scrawny. And in this show, he becomes like a beefcake. Like he's so like he's ripped. He like somehow grows like eight inches between Gilmore Girls and Supernatural. But yes, um, I you know, I did recognize him, too. And it was from Gilmore Girls. Yeah. But I yeah. Jensen Eccles, I think. So, okay, so my experience with Supernatural is i I knew i knew that it was a show Mm -hmm. that's about it um (laughs) i so i used to be a huge tumblr user back in like back when tumblr was like way more popular than it is now yeah we were all using tumblr yeah and that you know in its heyday um and i feel like whatever combination of people i followed i would not infrequently see like gifts or videos uh from this show mm-hmm. um like reaction gifts you know like i knew like what the sh- what it was referencing like what show it was from yeah but li- literally nothing no context that. to it yeah yeah zero context i have no idea so what do you so i've been sending you gifts all mm-hmm. week about the show and then I sent you one video a couple days ago. And I'm so I'm curious. You said you had one theory about what you thought the show was before the video and another theory about what the show was after the video. So I would like to hear what do you what did you think Supernatural is about? And then now what do you think Supernatural is about? Let me do a quick refresher on what I had 
before the video that you okay. sent because okay. oh right yes that's right I remember what I thought it was <laughs> I thought that this show for a long for a lot of it a lot of the gifts that you sent me which now that I'm scrolling back there are a lot mm-hmm. um I thought this was a buddy cop show mm. that was I guess like if you took true detective but then like made it funny okay instead of dark Mm -hmm. i think that's kind of like the feeling i got from it um that's not that far off like that's actually pretty good oh really yeah nice yeah there was just like some stuff about like i don't know the the two i guess these two are brothers right i'm gonna call them dean and jason eccles (laughs) (laughs) no but like these two what is their name sam and something sam and dean wait what? Yeah, so uh, Jensen Eccles <laughs> is Dean, and okay. uh, Dean is Sam. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I felt like I was having like a brain aneurysm. <laughs> no, Dean is no Dean is Sam. Do you understand? Brain just broke. And then Jensen okay. Eccles is Dean. Yeah. So like in all these games and stuff, like they're in and a lot. So I was like, okay, those are all, and and I knew they were the main characters. So I was like, there's some good chemistry there. So I thought they were something, some kind of partners. So I, I just thought that they were police people. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of things, and there, yeah, there was just like this one gift that you sent me that really screwed everything up in my head, which was like, there's this gift of someone who has like a million teeth coming out of their head mm, and it's mm-hmm. all scary. And I was like, Oh, that's not at all what I thought was going to be sent to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I was like, okay, maybe they're like supernatural detectives. Mm-hmm. So that was my thought. And then you sent me that video that did act- provide a lot of um, context. Mm-hmm. So I guess I, from that, I got that they're brothers mm-hmm. I think they're either cursed or some deal with the devil had been made before they were born or mm-hmm. something like that. The devil is somehow involved. Satan, mm-hmm. I guess, maybe is a better term for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Satan is somehow involved and not like the fun kind of like church of Satan, Satan, like the bad Satan. <laughs> so it seems kind of dark. So I think they're just kind of like haunted by demons now and like mm-hmm. trying to save people from it slash also save their family somehow Mm -hmm. like they have a brother that's kind of fucked somewhere that Mm -hmm. they're trying to save Mm -hmm. so that's what i've got those are that's my those are my guesses okay so you're like those are like together they're like honestly you're really really close so nice the beginning of the show like cold open of the show is that um sam and dean at like ages like six and two are like their mother puts Sam to bed and then they're like a demon attacks and like their mother ends up on the ceiling and she like bursts into flames Mm -hmm. and their dad rushes them out of the house. And then they fast forward to uh, Sam is in college and Dean is out doing like demon hunting. So cool. In the waning years, their father became a demon hunter and then was like always looking for this demon that, killed their mom okay and so he kind of raised sam and dean to be hunters in in the way that he is also becoming a hunter so what you find out throughout the show is they never really had a childhood they always had this life of hunting demons and sam was trying to get out 
in the beginning to go to college and then he was dragged back in and so he kind of dropped that life and then went back to hunting so the show as it goes on they meet other hunters they battle all sorts of like vampires and werewolves and uh, the thing that with all the teeth that yeah <laughs> uh, was a leviathan, which is a like, oh okay, like biblical type of monster. Yes. and so they do run into angels. They run into other sorts of demons. They meet Lucifer, Satan. Um, they at certain point encounter God. They meet God's okay. sister, who is the darkness. Um, so in the first three seasons of this show, it is like a monster of the week, like that's cool kind of adventures season four, they introduce angels and then it goes to like, it just becomes like this wild like show. And then by the end of the series, I don't want to give too much away in case people haven't like, it just ended this year. Oh, so I don't want to say too much about how the show ends, but like by the end of the show, it's. I mean, it's about the brothers. It's a, it's always about Sam and Dean. Yeah. They eventually get a best friend angel named Castiel. That's um, tight. <laughs> and at certain points, they they make like alignments with like different demons and other angels, and things like that. But it is a wild show. So I'll get into more of it. But before we do that, Taylor, let's play yes. a round of fact fiction or fudge you. All right. So I'm ready. Okay. Sam and Dean fight all manner of monsters throughout the show, including the most famous vampire of them all, Dracula. No. Actually, hmm. Fact. You should have gone with your gut. It is fiction. No, fiction, fiction, fiction. I changed my mind. Oh, you're right. You're right. It's fiction. Good one. Good call. I did it. Okay. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but then I was like, so I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, that would be insane. <laughs> they do. But then I was like, because I've read Dracula. Mm-hmm. They do. <laughs> and they do encounter a shapeshifter who pretends to be Dracula in an episode oh, okay. that is an homage to like universal monsters. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was like, but I, the reason why I changed my answer to yes before I, you know, very quickly changed it to no before you told <laughs> right. me what the answer yeah. was. Um, if it sounds, <laughs> if it sounds like you came in after me, it's because of zoom lag, right? Like, right. Yeah. Zoom lag, zoom lag, man. <laughs> um, then I was like thinking like, well, it would be, if it was like earlier in the seasons, like it's a call, co- it's a well-known monster. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, something to draw people in, maybe. I don't know. But um, no, I didn't go with that one. I said yeah, fiction. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, in universe, there are a series of books entitled Supernatural that oh. are the seasons one and two episodes in book form in which Sam and Dean accidentally come across in season four. That's so cool. Fact. That is fact. I, okay, good. I said that. I said fact because I wanted it to be true. Yeah, it is true. <laughs> they run in there at a like bookstore, and somebody I I like they start talking about what they're doing, and then somebody's like, "Oh, you sound like these books," and they're like, "What are you talking about?" And then they show them this series of books that are like the like twenty four episodes or forty eight episodes or whatever. Each one, each book has the title of like that episode. So like. 
it, and like so this is when the show starts to become like really meta where like there is a person who is a prophet who is getting visions of Sam and Dean and then doesn't know that they're a prophet so he thinks he's just getting these like wild ideas and starts writing them as books so some of the <laughs> in it, it's a show that recognizes its own faults a lot including like bad episodes that they have had so they go online and they start researching these books and then they start saying like, wait, there's actually like fans of these. And then, you know, like, they'll, like, I think Sam's like, Ooh, wait, there's, there's fans of this. And Dean's like, well, apparently not that many, you know, it's like, they're kind of having fun I love that with their own fandom. And like, they meet the author who then like, they reveal, this is what's happening to us. So they think they're having like a stranger than fiction moment where this guy, he thinks he's writing into existence what's happening. And so, he's oh. like, so he's like, oh my God, I can't believe, you know, like I'm responsible for this. I even put you through that horrible bugs incident. Like, the, like it's a well, like a very disliked episode in the fandom. Oh, okay. So nice. it's almost like the, the show, the person who's creating the show within the show apologized for that particular <laughs> episode. It's really very weird and funny. That's so cheeky. Yes. I love that. Okay. Uh, Supernatural takes the Winchester brothers to many exotic locations, heaven, hell, purgatory, the empty, and including our earth where they are transported into the bodies of actors, Jensen Eccles and Jared Padalecki, who are starring in a TV show called Supernatural. What? Now we're just confused. (laughs) Because you did just say that the show gets very meta. Mm Mm-hmm. So is the implication, so the statement, that statement then implies that the show that we, that you've watched Mm -hmm. doesn't happen on our earth. It happens on a different earth. That would be the implication. Yes. That's the implication. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm just making sure that I understand the statement. Yes. And the stakes that are at hand in this statement. I okay, I'm gonna say that this is fiction, but not because of that last part. I bet they didn't go to like heaven or something. They have been to every one of those locations, including heaven, including hell, including purgatory, the empty, and our earth, where they are transported to the bodies of Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki. Well, I'm glad I didn't think that that part was the part that was wrong. I'm okay with being wrong about heaven. Yes. Um, in fact, the brothers die many times over the ser- the course of the show. And there's one episode where they both go to heaven after being killed and then are sent back to earth. But uh, it's a it's one of the better episodes of the show where they both experience their own personal heavens. And Sam's is this time where he was like able to live a normal life. Aww. And like have his, like a real Thanksgiving dinner, Aww. and then and then the sadder one is that Dean's heaven is a time that he and Sam went out to like this park, and lit off fireworks by themselves and just spent the night laughing, and so it was this like really heartbreaking moment where Dean realized that Sam's heaven was being away from his family, and Dean's heaven was just spending a nice night with his brother. <laughs> it was really sad. That's so upsetting. Um, yeah. So that is fact 
question yes. before sorry before you move on did the brothers actually get along all the time or is there always some kind of tension so for a while it felt like once per season they would do it like something would happen that would drift them apart for like three episodes and then they'd have to come back mm-hmm. and then they kind of went away from that in the later seasons they just kind of were always together but usually at least once per season there was like a thing that would kind of be like all right i need to spend like three days away from you because you did this shitty thing to me yeah that makes sense i mean that's how real life is yeah yeah right it would not be realistic if they were i mean it's a show about vampires and like no we're great yeah what do you mean fine we're totally cool Um, (laughs) blood splattered everywhere yeah so no i love this last one my brother's my best friend (laughs) uh last one okay supernatural has a crossover with fellow cw show riverdale oh see I've never seen either of these. Riverdale River- is, Riverdale is River- based on a comic book. I know. Riverdale is is on the CW? Mm-hmm. Because it isn't... Okay, I'm really going to about to embarrass myself if I'm wrong. So there's a show slash comic book that's called The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Mm-hmm. And I thought that those two places were also in the same universe. They sort of are. But, but you know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah. But okay, Sabrina, good. I'm not crazy. Sabrina is on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. That's why I was confused as to... Because Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is on Netflix and Riverdale... I, th- I thought Riverdale was also on Netflix because of that. I mean, um, it, it airs on... I mean, like, the, the older episodes are on Netflix. It airs currently on CW. Oh, I see. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. I'm going to say fiction because that's too many crossovers for one show. You got it. That is absolutely right. They (laughs) never between shall meet. I've never seen any Riverdale, but I did. I do like the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing that helped me there. There was a, there was a little while where my partner was watching Riverdale and I was watching it with her. And then there just got a point where it like got too, it got too dark and yeah. I just was like, I, this isn't fun. Like it's, it just kind of like it, it set in too much. It's like, ugh, this is kind of icky. And I just didn't yeah. enjoy it. Mm. So Yeah. But yeah, you got him. I mean, spot him, got him. You gotta, you got nailed it. All of them perfectly correct. I was like, I don't know what's going on. And I don't know anything about Riverdale. All I know, there are high schoolers, mm-hmm. but beyond that, no frigging clue. Um, and like, if whatever's going on in that show, the chilling adventures of Sabrina and everything that you've now told me about Superna- Supernatural mm-hmm. were all happening in the same universe. Mm-hmm. That's too much, man. It's too much. It's way too much. I thought about throwing it in. I For some reason, I thought Riverdale fit better. I was going to say like Smallville. So it like Superman could Ooh. be in the same one or like Gilmore Girls or something. But they do. So they do go to the WB set in supernatural they do like a studio tour of the wb set and then there's a point where uh the tour guide's like and if you look to our left you can see the town of stars hollow and the jared jared padalecki is just like uh i gotta go and he just like bails out of the <laughs> thing so they have fun that's fun it, i mean like it's a show so like when it's first started like especially in the early seasons they try and lean on like the horror aspect of it a little harder mm-hmm. and like when the show premiered, like, I think it aired after 
either Gilmore Girls or Smallville, I can't remember. But they were like, now turn off the lights and, and watch the premiere of Supernatural. And so they were trying to like lean into like the oh, dark yeah. the darkness and the ambiance of like this is a horror show. And as the show progresses, it sort of leans a little I mean, it's still like a show that takes it it doesn't take itself seriously, but it takes its like source seriously, if that makes sense. Yes, that does make sense. Like it never laughs at its audience, but it has fun with its audience. Yes. That's good. Um and so I get why people like that show then. Yeah. Because that is fun. It's fun to be in the audience and feel like the people on the stage are winking at you mm-hmm. and like like you're a part of the the joke a little yeah. bit and like what you do actually like like the thing about like <laughs> this has a fandom and they're like it was yeah but it looks like it's a small one like yeah. that's such a good like call out to people who are fans of the show and mm-hmm. of those books if there are separate fandoms i don't know but like um that's that's nice yeah the um the episode the 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 clip that i showed you was from a a musical episode which is (laughs) itself based on the books from the universe that's where they found the material for that musical okay that's good i was literally like because when i watched that clip that was my biggest question Mm -hmm. i was like so did they just so i get that this is supposed to be somewhat biographical of Mm -hmm. these two brothers did they just get a random theater to do their life story? No. So it's a, it's a really funny reveal. Cause they, they find out that like the way that, so as the show is, is sort of structured, they are hunters. So they're not even mm-hmm. like, they're not officially linked with any like law agency. It's just like, they see a, they see a story and they think, okay, this is either like they'll get a call from somebody or they'll see a story and be like, this is our sort of stuff. And so they found out that like a person was had disappeared in this town and they're like, okay, this seems like our sort of thing. So let's go check it out. Okay. They walk into the auditorium and all of a sudden that like a musical number starts and the beginning <laughs> of that song that you saw where it's like John and Mary husband and wife. And they're just like, and they both like start like, wait, what, what's happening here? And then, you know, his name is Sammy. I'm big brother Dean. And they both look around like what, what the, what's happening what's happening and so they as that episode is going through they have to they're trying to convince these two women who are writing the show that they are the real sam and dean but they as far as they know think that this is all fiction and like they're just right. books and stuff that they that they like and so they're working with them to fight this demon but also like don't believe that they are the real sam and dean that makes sense it's yeah like imagine just like going on a walk and then like Katniss just like <laughs> pops out of a bush. Yeah. Oh, by the she, way, that thing that you like. Yeah. And she's just like, follow me. Yeah. Shh, we're going to climb up this tree. Mm-hmm. I would be like, yes, yes, ma'am. Sure, sure. We are. <laughs> but, in- I would also, but I would also be like, what? <laughs> we are in District 11. <laughs> um, so yeah, as the show progresses, like I said, they meet angels. They, in fact, fight loose. So the show was only supposed to go five seasons originally. Mm-hmm. And then it became like a big hit for the CW. So the original creator only planned for five seasons. So the way the fifth season ends is sort of a, like, it 
it has like a definitive ending, but then they tacked on a little bit to keep it going. Mm-hmm. So the way that season five ends is with like basically Sam and Dean are destined to become the vessels for Lucifer and uh, the Archangel Michael. Okay. And so there's like this prophesized apocalypse oh, that they're supposed to be. The, yeah. They're supposed to bring about and they are going to fight each other. But um, Dean doesn't, you know, go along with it. So the the other brother that they brought up in the song is their half-brother, Adam, who then takes on, the like, he becomes the vessel for Michael. And then uh, Sam and Dean, or Sam and Michael, and or excuse me, Sam and Adam, there's a lot of names, uh, have <laughs> a battle. And then uh, Dean, they formulate a plan to, like, throw them both in a cage. And they both end up in hell. And that's the, I sent you that gif of Castiel throwing a Molotov cocktail and saying, hey, ass butt. Oh, yeah. And so that's, uh, Castiel starts the show as a, you know, angel of the Lord who follows his orders. And then as he becomes friends with Dean, he starts to rebel against his orders, including stopping the apocalypse, which they do by trapping Michael and Lucifer in a cage in hell. I can't quite put my finger on why this is reminding me. Of, I mean, well, okay, back up before I do something with film. Uh, I can, but there's something very distinctively different, but this gives me very, like, good omens vibes. Mm, well, there's a lot of... Uh, I watch good omens. There's a lot of, like, they do share a lot of, like, names. Maybe. I haven't watched Good Omens... But it's based on um, a I, book. It's based on a Neil Gaiman book. Uh, yeah, Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. Yeah, so I do um, like that. I think those characters, like a lot of characters in these things, both share. Yeah, it's just like the idea of like angels, demons that are supposed to kind of not get along, but mm-hmm. then they kind of do, yeah. and then it's just kind of cheeky. And um, I've heard that the show was very good, uh, but I haven't seen it yet. I just I just read the book. Yeah. Um, but there's something about like that, I guess that trope of angels, demons mm-hmm. fighting well, each other, but also like kind of being brothers mm-hmm. or like friends or whatever. It's in, interesting. In fact, one of the, the, the king of hell is a demon named Crowley in Supernatural, which oh, is the yeah, name of the Crowley, demon in Good Omens. Yeah. <laughs> um, he is interesting. A, he's like a frequent adversary slash ally in the show. I have to look up if Crowley is like an actual like, <laughs> I think, well-known I think, demon. <laughs> I think it is. Like based on the amount of times it's used in fiction, I would have to imagine it's not a coincidence that two like properties would use the name Crowley as a demon, is my guess. Um But he's introduced in like season four. And he's like a crossroads demon who like makes deals with people in exchange for their souls. And then he starts to, his presence starts to grow as the show goes on and on. Mm -hmm. And he's a very delightful character. I like him a lot. So, the only thing I've found on Crowley Mm -hmm. is not, it's not that he's a demon. He's a writer. Mm. Who was an English occultist ceremonial magician 
Uh, he founded a religion called Thelema, 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 which is like an occult, uh, an esoteric philosophy and religious movement. So I guess I'm going to have to read more about this. So I guess this person, his name is Aleister, Aleister Crowley. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Uh, Yeah. I was like, like, I was like, I like knew if I Googled Crowley demon that I would get stuff from like supernatural and from good omens. And then the next thing was like a demon called (laughs) these names are too tough, man. (laughs) I got mad respect for anybody who learned English as a second language because I learned it first. <laughs> having a hard time. <laughs> uh, Karanzin, Karanzin is a demon that originated in writing by uh, uh, Edward Kelly and John Dean, and, and it made a. And it was an important element within the mystical system of Fulima, which was founded by Aleister Crowley. So. That's interesting, I guess. That's interesting, I guess. Um, So the show... So no, he's not an actual demon or anything. So that's interesting. I was like wondering if there would be some biblical reference reference to some guy named Crowley. (laughs) Um, So the show itself, they do... Another thing they like to do is name characters in the show sort of based on names of like producers and writers and directors Mm -hmm. of the show. So for instance, they have like sort of an adopted uncle named Bobby Singer, who is named after like executive producer, Robert Singer. Mm -hmm. Um, The writer of the supernatural books is a guy named Carver Edlund. Who's like a, like amalgamation of like two different like directors names on the show. Okay. And so when they do go to the episode where they end up on our earth as Jensen Eccles and Jared Padalecki, they still have the brains of Sam and Dean. So they're like, somebody's like, okay, you know, like uh, get Robert in here, get Robert Singer in here. They're like, wait, your name's Bobby Singer. Like you named the character after yourself. So they like, they, they do have a lot of fun with their own. uh, I mean, it's just, it's, yeah, it's a very fun show that pokes fun at itself a lot. It sounds rather delightful, actually. I, I mean, it's it's an investment because it's 15 seasons. Yeah, it's a but lot. It is very fun, and I do think people like you would. I think you'd like it, for the most part. the The downfalls of the show is there's not a ton of like diversity amongst the main cast. Mm-hmm. Like they try and add two female characters as like main cast members in the third season. And they both don't last. Mm, and it's tough. Even like the the characters that they end up adding as like semi main characters are all like white males. Um, I mean they have like recurring female characters. They have recurring black characters and recurring Asian characters. Just not a ton of representation in terms of diversity on screen. It's a CW show from like yeah, like it started, started in, like in the mid, what mid thousands. Yeah, so like diversity was not the thing at the top of their list of things to do. So 
that doesn't it doesn't excuse it from like later being able to do stuff like that pretty easily right. but they they just didn't for some reason um so that's a that is a negative on the show but mm-hmm. overall like i still enjoy the show a lot i ended up rewatching some episodes to kind of get re primed for this and yeah i still enjoy them like they they do an episode like there's an episode that takes place almost entirely in their car which is like a really weird concept episode for them because yeah. like the car is like a pretty central thing in the show they love their car the car ends up being kind of like a, a character on screen i hate when people are like actually the third character in the movie is new york city you know, like, I hate that sort of stuff. <laughs> Isn't that something that's... <laughs> Isn't that a Sex in the City joke? It might be. It might <laughs> I be. It's... Actually, the sixth character is New York City herself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they the, the car ends up being, like, a big part of the show. And so having an episode that takes place entirely in the car throughout, like, different locales, but still taking place in the car is, like, an interesting thing to do and i thought it, they pulled it off really well it's a very well done episode well i'm a sucker for good directing so yeah that sounds like that's what that required yeah. the only like, another downside of the show is that it it its final season was broken up by covid so oh yeah the first half of season 15 is like a normal season and then the last like nine episodes or so or like six episodes or whatever are all having they had to do during covid so Mm. i think a thing that they really weren't able to do is they weren't able to bring back a lot of actors who like had appeared a bunch of times that probably would have made a guest appearance towards the end but because of like you know pandemic restrictions and and people not traveling and yeah you know, not being safe for some people to come even to come on like a safe set it's just not safe for them to travel um it was tough because like i think there's just a lot of characters that don't get a good like a final goodbye in a way that you think they probably would no, other, yeah otherwise. they would have otherwise yeah that's tough but like i enjoy the ending of the show again i'm not going to get too much into it because i think maybe people who are hearing this have not seen it sure um but i think it's a satisfying ending and like top to bottom a good show with its faults sure you know people of color inclusion included um but yeah i think people should watch it i think you should give it a try i'll give it a try i one thing about um shows that air on like normal tv mm-hmm. is especially like older shows well i started watching jane the virgin from direction from a couple of friends of mine mm-hmm. and i love it so much there are 24 episodes in the first season mm-hmm. I like got to episode 12 and I was like, oh yeah, it's probably, this is probably the last episode. And it was very dramatic and everything. And so I was like, oh wow, the, what a way to end the, se- the first season. And then like, it just kept going. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I forgot how long like normal TV shows were yeah. because I don't think I've watched one since mm-hmm. I moved out of my house like 10 years ago. Right. <laughs> I since watching TV with like my mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, you know what? 
I have tried to do this with people in the past and they have like just disregarded it, but I will create a watch list for you. Oh, I've already, I've already, I already have one. You have a watch list. I mean like of the supernatural episodes. Oh no. Okay. Sorry. Different (laughs) watch list. (laughs) I will create a watch list of episodes that you can skip. Oh, okay, 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 okay. There are some superfluous episodes I think you can skip. And then by the time the show gets to a point where like the episodes are a little more ubiquitous and like there's not just like skippable stuff, but there's like more plot stuff throughout every episode. I think you'll be more invested or you'll have given up and just said, this isn't a show for me. Sure. Well, yeah, actually I think a big barrier for me is because I am interested in the show. One, like one of the favorite shows growing up was it's kind of similar. Not really. I mean, it's kind of like a different genre, but it was like once upon a time, mm. which isn't the same. It's not demon hunting or anything like that, mm-hmm. but like that, I mean, I don't even know how long once upon a time lasted. I stopped watching after I moved out of my house, but you know, like I, I love, I love, unabashedly i love entertainment Mm -hmm. and i i think i talked about this before on this podcast but i know i've talked about with you andrew is like i am easily entertained Mm -hmm. i have strong opinions and i will refrain from and i think i have like a good sense of like this is something that you should recommend and this is something that maybe you should just enjoy Mm -hmm. um but my uh a big barrier for me now as an adult adult who lives with their partner is if my partner isn't into the show Mm -hmm. it's that much harder for me to watch it which is why it's taking me so long to get through jane the virgin because he's like yeah it's fun but like when we sit down to like eat or something Mm -hmm. we generally watch some tv together and so we choose something that we like yeah um but i definitely will try to give supernatural a shot because it sounds everything that you've said i love um I really like it when shows get kind of meta and cheeky. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Can't get too much, but it's kind of like, you know, having a little bit of candy. It's a little it's bit of candy. It's like kind of fun. It's have... like you get your vegetables, you get your like your meats, and then you get a little bit of candy. You can't have candy for dinner every day, but it's a nice right. treat every once in it's a, a while. It's a nice treat. Yeah. And it's not every episode that they do meta stuff. It's like literally yeah. once every two seasons or so. So it's like a perfect it's a nice little gift when you get it honestly you know what this sounds like what i wanted american horror story to be Mm. was like i wanted american horror story to be this kind of like great yes creepy yes weird crap's happening yes it's a little bit scary but i wanted it to be a little lighter than it ended up being Mm -hmm. and i just couldn't do it when it was like a little bit too much yeah i was like i can watch a scary movie Mm -hmm. Because that only lasts for like two hours. But uh-huh. <laughs> horror story is like 10 episodes of just, oh God. <laughs> I The reason I think that I like Supernatural is that like I, I'm obsessed with horror movie Wikipedia pages. Like I want to know what happens in the movies, but I don't want to see it at all. Like I don't want to watch it at all. So, but I'm like obsessed with what happens in them. So like I have read hundreds of horror movie wikipedia pages (laughs) they're too scary for me to watch but i am fascinated to know what happens in them oh man we can talk about a few i don't watch that many um my partner does not like scary movies Mm -hmm. not even a little bit 
Um, I can handle them. I think I pretty much just take them like, like, and very small, like, or not small doses, but I will like watch one horror movie and be like, all right, I'm good for like a year. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, I don't like binge them necessarily or like scary movies, but I'll do like a good, like, horror movie that isn't like a jump scare creepy like mm-hmm. gross me out yeah, yeah, yeah. type i can um, like i can watch so i can watch like a horror movie that is like fun you know like it like yeah this it's being made for fun like saw and like hostile mm-hmm. and things where it's just like this is this is like gross like it's just like graphic and bloody and disgusting for like just the sake of being bloody disgusting and like jump. And I hate jump scares, jump scares. Yeah. I could like scream in a movie theater out loud. Yeah. It's the lowest. I think for me, a jump scare is the lowest art form mm-hmm. of scaring yeah. someone. It's like the most base, like, like just pop, like something pops out at you. And like that you're like, I jump scare my partner multiple times. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's so easy. You just lay down on the ground and then they walk in the room and then you jump up and they're like, ah! <laughs> like, it's just the most base form of scaring someone. And so I very much prefer the, like, I mean, I sound like such a pretentious dick right now, but like the art form of terror. <laughs> it has to be like, let it be a horror, but make it arty. Like, I want to be scared, but not like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, The first, by the way, this is a little factoid. The first time that I think I became aware of you, Taylor. Of me, my existence. Your existence as a person. Like, maybe two (laughs) years. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is the (laughs) fateful day. And it turned my life around, not in a good way. Um, Oh, damn. (laughs) Return that shirt now. I'm kidding. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it just burst into flames on me. <laughs> um, uh, you tweeted something about the movie Us, mm. <laughs> and it was something like, "I want, I want to see Us, but I like don't want to see Us or something." Like, it was right? Like, and I was just like, "This is." I think I had voiced that same thing like maybe like two days earlier to yeah. somebody, and I was like, "And I somebody I knew liked the tweet." And I was just like, "Oh." I think I wanted, I really would like to know this person. And then and you ended up playing on the same team as my partner. And I was just like, oh, this is good. Like, this, <laughs> you. You. <laughs> this is happening. Yeah. Which I still haven't seen us. And I do still want to watch it, but it does like, I, oh, um, it looks terrifying, but I, I do still want to watch it. Um, there are a couple of like horror movies that I are like scary movies, I guess, that I will never stop talking about. Mm-hmm. and um they are well one but i mean this is like get out was phenomenal yeah. and everyone knows that by now um but the other two are for the like opposite reasons uh the other one is the babadook mm-hmm. which if you have not watched i highly recommend uh only if you like stuff that like really creeps you out and scares you a little bit because it is it is a little scary and then the other one is um it's called it follows mm-hmm. I'm, aware. <laughs> I'm aware of it you like knew what i was gonna say i can't talk about it follows it's without so, cracking it's up. so fun i've not seen it again wikipedia page i have read before it's so funny <laughs> what a 
Maybe one day we should just talk about it. Fall. Sure, sure. I would love to. It's such a like, what a weird idea for like a horror movie, and like that that got like greenlit. People are like, yes. I've seen it twice. You've seen it twice. I think about I think about it follows too much. Like it doesn't deserve the amount of thought that I give it. Right. It's because all- it just pops. It's like, I'll just be sitting there like washing the dishes and then I'll be like <laughs> sexually transmitted demons. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is that like <clears throat> the amount of people that we know that have like either like never seen it, are not aware of it, or if they saw it, they saw it once and just moved on with their lives is like like so high but that it's a movie that you constantly think about is yeah. wonderful it's i mean that yeah it is a insane premise but it is so funny and it's not a movie that like it's not a movie that is having fun with its no i will say if you don't like scary movies and you don't like jump scares and you don't like <laughs> that feeling like i would not do not yeah. watch it if i was there are, it's not that bad there are only two i i think jump scares if i recall correctly uh one right at the beginning get it out real quick mm-hmm. and then one like more towards the end um so it's really not that bad but i it's also not a movie that was like made in order to it's it's a serious like it's, it's a serious movie. it's not having yucks with itself yeah it's not it's not goofing right. <laughs> it's not goofing around you would you would hear the premise std sexually transmitted demon and you'd think like, okay, well, this could be a little funny, but it's like, <laughs> it also kind of is, it kind of is. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to talk about it. Yeah, we'll we talk can talk about, about we can talk, we can have like a grab bag of like horror movies that we've seen that are either really good or really bad. Yeah, yeah, that sounds fun. Um, oh. yeah. So, anyways, supernatural. <laughs> supernatural it sounds it really actually does it sounds phenomenal it 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 gives me i guess the thing that i was saying earlier about good omens which i'm not i don't think i articulated this correctly but like not only just the subject matter but also the kind of like Mm tongue-in-cheekness of it um that's what it reminds me of a little bit it's like no it's it's a serious thing and this is like right good omens is about like you know the apocalypse and like the end of the world being brought about um which wait also I think, isn't the boy in Good Omens, his name is also Adam? I think that's right. I think that's right. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Mm. Neil Gaiman. May, you may want to have a Interesting. may want to have a conversation with the CW network. Yeah. <laughs> Neil Gaiman. Yeah, I might want to sue. Might want to sue, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I don't know, sue. <laughs> I don't know. Should you sue? And then like get us involved. Like let's let's yeah. get some residuals from that lawsuit. I'll tag him. I'll, I'll, tag ta- him I'll send him this audio in a tweet. Yeah. He's pretty responsive. So maybe he's he'll see it. Sure. I'm sure he's always on Twitter. He seems like the he kind is. of guy who loves Twitter. Yeah. He's on it a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just anyways, just like the kind of like, it's still a very serious subject. Like the subject matter is taken seriously, but the presentation of it uh, make like has fun with itself. Yes. which i enjoy yeah anyways taylor thank you for talking to me about supernatural thank you for introducing me yeah 
And if anybody out there loves Supernatural, um, we're sorry and we love you. Sorry. Love you. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Hey, pal, did you get a load of the nerds?